Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. It's safe to say that we take fulfillment pretty seriously around here. I mean, it's not part of the title for nothing, right? (laughs) I remember when I was thinking of the title for the podcast, it was literally a no-brainer. In my ever-so-humble opinion, I truly believe that our well-being and sense of fulfillment should be our utmost priority. And for today's episode, I wanted to dive deep into what it means to truly create long-lasting fulfillment in our lives and why it's the cornerstone of all that we seek. Without even realizing it, so many of us are living unfulfilled lives when that doesn't have to be the case. Sometimes the slightest pivot can help us unlock levels of fulfillment and joy that once seemed unfathomable. And hopefully this episode will leave you with some food for thought, given that we tend to look at terms like fulfillment and joy as an afterthought. When we hear these buzzwords, we think, We tend to think, ah, that sounds nice, I hope one day, rather than realize that one day needs to be today. So let's just get straight into it. If I were to ask you, what would you like to manifest if sky is the limit? I'm sure you could think of at least one desire. While we think that we're trying to manifest, let's say, healthier friendships, a romantic relationship, improved well-being, career growth, or whatever else your heart fancies, ultimately, we are after the emotional experience that our mind has attached to that particular outcome, which is ultimately joy and fulfillment. Once we manifest that particular desire, we expect to feel full of joy and a newfound zest for life. As our lives evolve, so do our desires based on our requirements at the time. That explains why once someone, say, gets married, for example, they soon desire to have a baby. The fulfillment they received when they got engaged has gradually worn off because now their needs have changed. When I touched upon it in my, sorry, while I touched upon it in my recent podcast episode on the guilt around manifesting, which by the way, definitely go listen to if you haven't heard it already. I think I uploaded it maybe two weeks ago, but anyways, go and listen to it. But in this episode, I talked about how wanting more for ourselves is good. It's part of living a more expansive life. Can you imagine if we were the same person doing the same things, living the same life and cultivating the same experiences as we were 10 years ago? Yikes. (laughs) That would be no bueno. Jokes aside, it's so important to keep reaching for more sources of fulfillment because of how that particular emotion impacts our life. One of my favorite Oprah quotes is, yes, I'm full. I'm so full, my cup runneth over. When we are cultivating a life of fulfillment and truly thriving from the inside out, we naturally bring more to the table. In this state of joy, we naturally have more to give. On the flip side, when we aren't constantly seeking ways to fill ourselves up with joy, we start to turn to external people and circumstances to ensure we feel that fulfillment. Consequently, we inevitably become a victim of our environment in that we can only feel a certain way if and when something outside of us happens. Aside from the helplessness that comes from being a victim of our environment, this lack of fulfillment also pushes us to engage in self-sabotaging behavior. We turn to food, alcohol, 
drugs, retail therapy, and other forms of substance abuse to fill that void. We start to justify toxic behavior from those around us in hopes that they can eventually provide us with something which we aren't providing ourselves with. And while these all give us a short-term high, over time, it only holds us back from truly living our most inspiring and enriching lives. This is primarily why I'm so driven to teach others how to manifest with intent in order to consciously create a life of long-lasting joy and exhilaration. It starts with realizing how powerful we are as creators and that everything in our life merely reflects our state of being. Or in other words, our energy, our lives, the quality of our lives reflects the quality of our energy. It's as simple as that. And is it possible to truly design our lives based on our preferences rather than just settle for what is? Absolutely. In fact, not only is it possible, but it's necessary. We're currently living in such dynamic times. And if we aren't intentionally curating our lives to suit our needs, eventually we're going to find ourselves in a scenario which only eats away at our sense of joy and fulfillment. It's a recipe for misery. When it comes to being an intentional manifester, it's important to first figure out what it is that will fulfill you based on where you are currently at in your life. Like I mentioned earlier, it's going to keep changing. Your, your desires are going to constantly keep changing based on where you are at in your life. So first, you've got to decide, decide what is it that's going to bring you joy and fulfillment at this point. And a question I often get asked is, how can I manifest more of a particular desire? That could be financial abundance, a relationship career progression, travel, whatever it is. And like I said, while identifying that desire is crucial, here's where many people trip up while manifesting. When we really want a particular outcome, and for a second, stay with it, just think of something that you really wanted in the past or even right now. And so when we really want a particular outcome, we become overly laser focused on it. Functioning from a place of scarcity, our minds start to equate it as the only avenue of fulfillment. We find ourselves caught up in the I'll be so happy when mindset. We start to postpone our happiness and prevent ourselves from feeling fulfilled right now where we are at, with or without that desire having manifested. Instead, we start to get desperate and anxious for that particular desire to show up. And consequently, we actually end up resisting it. In the wanting and needing of it, our point of attraction actually pushes it away from us. Let me repeat that. In the wanting and needing of it, our point of attraction actually pushes away that very desire. And like I keep telling you guys, when it comes to manifesting, we communicate with our energy, not our words. So when we really, really want or need something, the energy behind that is lack. And since the universe is only responding to our state of being, we only attract more reasons to feel that lack. And here's the thing when it comes to manifesting. In order to draw in that particular desire in our life, we need to function from a place of abundance. I cannot stress that enough. In order to draw in that particular desire in our life, we need to function from a place of abundance. In other words, we need to constantly remind ourselves that our desire is merely just one source of fulfillment. Let me rephrase that. I'm doing a lot of rephrasing for you guys because I really wanted to get drilled in is that one desire that you currently hold in your heart is only one way in which you can feel fulfilled right now. There are countless other sources available to you at any given moment. 
And yes, it's good to have desires, but not at the expense of ignoring the fact that there are various other avenues of fulfillment in our life. And that includes the way we care for our health and well-being, our career, our spiritual foundation and connect to a power greater than ourselves, the impact of our personal relationships, personal growth and taking the steps to constantly learn how we are spending our free time and the kind of recreational activities we engage in, our role and contribution to society, our financial situation. And so rather than get so fixated on that one particular desire to unfold and anxiously wait for it to show up, it's time to be more intentional about how we're utilizing our energy. Since manifestation is essentially an energy game, it really boils down to asking ourselves this key question, how can I align my energy to my particular desire right now? Because the law of attraction is always working, I am always manifesting based on the energy I'm putting out. Therefore, if the energy behind my desired outcome is fulfillment, how can I start to create more fulfillment in my life right here and right now? This is primarily why we need to take the necessary steps to build a more joyous fulfilling, and most importantly, expansive life if we truly want to say that we are thriving. When we aren't doing so, we inevitably invite in lack, fear, and anxiety to take over. The more expansive our lives are, the more likely we are to reside in a sense, in a state of joy and fulfillment. Rather than focus on the one area of our life that hasn't manifested yet, we're able to feel the joy and fulfillment from the other nine which are currently thriving. And if you're a numbers person like me, that means you are letting yourself lean into the 90% that is going really well rather than stress about the 10% that's currently not. And here's the thing. When you focus on the 90% that is thriving, you naturally receive more reasons to feel that joy, including the very desire you so badly want. Guys, it really is that simple. A couple of weeks ago, someone asked me to do a podcast episode on manifesting romantic relationships, which I will do soon. I have so much to say about just the way we show up and how it influences the kind of people we draw into our lives, both in terms of friendships and romantic relationships. But in the meanwhile, what I will say based on my work with my own clients is that when we are waiting for Mr. or Miss Wright to show up and we think that our lives will be set when that happens, we actually push them away energetically. We become desperate for another human to fill and complete us and consequently, we are, we are not a vibrational match. Here's the thing though, is that when we can focus on building a life that we love, we naturally attract love into our life. When our lives fulfill us and light us up, we naturally become an energetic match to that relationship which we expect and hope to fulfill and exhilarate us. When I talk to you guys about manifestation, this is what I'm referring to, intentionally creating a life that constantly provides that addictive feeling of fulfillment and euphoria that ultimately we all are after. Yeah, sure, we can use the process of manifestation to attract a random coffee here or an Hermes bag, but ultimately I'm talking about manifesting a full, rich, meaningful, and expansive life that leaves you feeling like you're constantly on happy pills and excited for what the day ahead holds. That involves financial freedom, a body that is truly thriving from the inside out and bursting with well-being regular travel to explore various parts of this beautiful planet, loving and mutually respectful partners, 
friendships that light your soul on fire, a career that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning, all kinds of mental stimulation that naturally expand your way of thinking. I know as I say all these out, it almost can seem like a far-fetched dream, but this can be your reality if you are intentional about it. And by consciously focusing on creating a more expansive life, you are never limited in your sources of fulfillment. You are never reliant on merely one thing or one person or one outcome to feel good. Instead, your life is constantly doling out various reasons to feel amazing. Not only are you functioning from a much higher vibration and as a result, magnetizing more reasons to feel that abundance, you also start to repel anything or anyone who no longer aligns. In addition to attracting healthier relationships, you also fend off those which are toxic because you aren't using someone else to fill that void. In this state of fulfillment, you naturally and constantly flood your body with feel-good neurotransmitters that boost your immunity and well-being, such as endorphin, serotonin, oxytocin, and dopamine, and simultaneously reducing your cortisol levels. When you allow yourself to live a more abundant life, and of course you're appreciating it for all that it is, you naturally draw in more reasons to feel that abundance, including financial abundance, because think about it, money is just energy. And essentially, the better you get, the better life gets, but it all starts and ends with you. Our lives merely reflect our internal state, and when your life is providing you with constant fulfillment, it's inevitable for your external circumstances to match. Or in other words, as you internally expand, so do your external circumstances. The more fulfilled you feel from the inside, the more fulfillment you invite into your life. And this, my friends, is what it means to be truly living. This is what it truly means to be thriving. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you, so please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.